it's not an exhaustive look into Durham's history, but it's it's such a great overview of Durham's history in the 90 minutes that you're on the bus and that it kind of gets the kind of gets you like, oh, okay, what else can I can I learn about the city? And so I think that's just a great thing because it, it's good to see the city, good to support the city. And that's what we're about. We're about educating you uh, through laughter, through humor, just and, and making people or, or having people you know, build connections while they're on the bus and finding new places and new friends to enjoy Durham with. This is a snippet of my interview with Brandon Wright, one of the co-founders and lead comedian of Bull City Laughs, Durham's only comedy history bus tour. On this episode of NC Travel Chat, we'll learn more about the company, which is currently unable to perform tours due to COVID-19. However, I'm one of the many people that hope they can get back on the road very soon. I'm your host, Carl Hedinger. Yeah, so Brandon Wright, uh, Bull City Laughs, I'm one of the founding partners of Bull City Laughs and also the primary comedian for Bull City Laughs. So our business model is uh, we put you on an old renovated school bus. We take you on a 90-minute tour through downtown Durham and some of the surrounding neighborhoods, and we give you the history of Durham. We talk about the food, the nightlife, some places to go get a good beverage, and we do it just through a series of jokes as well. So our primary focus is to educate you through laughter. And, oh, and it's BYOB. So you can bring your own beer, you can bring your own wine, no hard liquor, you know, the MD, uh, the NBA, the uh, ABC commission frowns upon that. So we try to stay on the right side of the law. So no hard liquor. <laughs> and, and it's convenient though, because you start at, uh, where is that? Beer Durham? Beer Durham. Yeah. Yeah. We, we still start at Beer Durham. So they're a little, you know, local uh, dispensary shop. They sell beer there. They sell wine there. They sell Cokes. They, they sell waters. So there's a, it's a great location to start, um, you know, and which probably is, I don't know if we'll, for this year before coronavirus, hit, yeah. uh, we were looking at starting each, like, like doing a Friday, Saturday, Sunday tour, but starting them at one of the local breweries, keeping Saturday our primary beer Durham, but then doing like Pony Source or doing High Wire or doing Clouds or doing um, Full Steam or Dirty Bull, just starting somewhere different at one of the local breweries um, just to try something different. We never really got there. Um, yeah. We had thought about it. <laughs> I mean, I think that kind of gets into what my next question would be. I mean, coronavirus really did set you all back. I mean, it's an understatement. But going forward, you know, when hopefully we get to some sort of like, quote unquote, normal, uh, why does Durham need to support this comedy history tour? Why do people need to, you know, get behind it? Yeah, uh, I think I, I think people should get behind it uh, because it's a great cause. You know, Dur- Durham has some very rich history, and we 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 know that people are moving to Durham daily. I don't know what the stats are now with the coronavirus, but Durham was becoming sort of a destination place to move to. It's got good food. It's got good drinks. You know, we've got a lot of microbreweries here a lot of just local happenings going on and that's fun stuff. But what's also pretty awesome to do is get to know the city you're in a little bit more intimately. And I think one of the best ways to do that is to take a sightseeing tour right now. Bull city Labs is the only mobile sightseeing tour through, through Durham, you know? And so we give you Durham's early tobacco beginnings. So we talk about civil war beginnings. We talk about black wall street, it's not an exhaustive 
look in the Durham's history, but it's it's such a it's such a I think a great overview of Durham's history and the ninety minutes that you're on the bus and that it kind of gets the kind of gets you like oh okay what else can I can I learn about the city and so I think that's just a great thing because it, it's good to see the city good to support the city and that's what we're about we're about educating you uh, through laughter through humor just and and making people or, or having people you know build connections while they're on the bus and finding new places and new friends to enjoy Durham with. There's a bus tour in Asheville, right? Um, Lazoom. But, but they're, are they mostly, they're just comedy, right? Are they giving you well, history? Well, no, so, um, and big, big shout out to Jim Lazoom, um, <laughs> him and the family, you know, um, I know they're doing well. I just spoke to him probably a few weeks ago. Um, they actually um, really were a big help in getting oh, yeah? laughs you know, um, off the ground. I reached out to him and got a lot of advice, you know, from them. Um, and so I, I just, I tip my hat to them. I appreciate them. I even reached out to them to find out sort of what they were doing about coronavirus and COVID-19 and what, what is getting back to normal look like for them? You know, so I leaned on him for, for some of the advice on sort of how we're trying to get our bus back on the road. Um, but they, so they, they do do, comedy city tours but they do like haunted tours as well they do children friendly tours um they do a huh. van tour they, they've got i think they've got three buses now they've got the lazoom room uh i think it's called the lazoom barn grill it might just be called lazoom room um but they they have such a great operation they to me they are the they're the goal they're 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 the goal to get to to the multi-bus the multi-tours the brick and mortar facility. So they're, they're definitely the goal I want to try to get to. They have a brick and mortar facility. They do. They, yeah, they, so they have a, a, a spot where they park their buses. You go there to the zoom room and you can buy your beer there. You can buy your wine, you can buy a few little oh. snacks from there. So they, they've like, they, they've got it down pat. I, 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 I think I wanted to call it the barn grill. I don't think it's a barn grill. I may have just been speaking at on them, but I, I know for sure. It's just, um, it's where they house the buses. You go check in there. You can get merchandise there. Okay. You know, get your wine, get some chips, and then get on the bus there. So kind of kind of back to Bull City Laughs. I mean, thanks for the shout-out. I love that when, when you're talking to somebody about themselves and they, they give credit to someone else. Um, but about Bull City Laughs, like, who, who is this tour for, do you think? Like, who, who's the ideal person you think needs to go on this tour? So I, I think that originally we you know we really wanted the ideal person to be people who were moving to durham who were new to durham who wanted to get familiar with the area and figure out like where's the best place to go grab a drink for here where's the best place to go get a good burger so we thought that that would be the ideal person but what we found out just through our first year is that people who have grown up in durham have rode this rode the, the bus and they've enjoyed it because there's a there's some history they're like oh wow like I didn't know that about Durham or oh you know I forgot that that happened in Durham or oh wow Durham has changed so much you know so even the people who grew up here and they just they haven't been downtown in a while or they haven't been uh, over to Brightleaf in a while or they haven't been over to the Cotton Room area to Golden Belt in a while and they're surprised to see oh wow there's a whole brewery back here now it's like yeah mm. Durham has changed you know, so so we really want people to come on the bus who are just looking to experience Durham to either see the growth 
or just to learn more about the city. So whether you're new to Durham and you're just like, hey, I want to learn about the city, or you're from Durham and you just want to see how much it's grown, Bull City Labs is a great option for you. Will you sometimes change things up based on like if you know there are more locals on the bus or more out-of-towners? Uh, sometimes, sometimes, um, sometimes when I get locals on the bus who are like, oh, I know everything about Durham <laughs> or, or because sometimes people do get snooty like that. And you're like, oh, there's nothing I'm going to learn on this tour. Then I'll take them <laughs> like, like, um, one thing I love sort of hiding from people is the Golden Belt area because that's the old home of the, the scrap exchange, but it's no longer there. It's moved over to Lakewood, but but Golden Belt's done a lot of renovation and high wire breweries on the backside of, of that Golden Belt infrastructure now. And so yeah. a lot of people don't realize that it's there. A lot of, a lot of people who've grown up in Durham don't realize that it's there. Really? And so when we get around there and they sort of see the renovation that Golden Belt's gone through and then they see the brewery, they're like, oh, what? Like, when has this been here? And I was like, right? I was like, yes. I was like, see, you, so you thought you knew everything about Durham, but Durham still got some hidden gems, even even for you, you know. And, and so, and so yeah. we we do that with the history too. And so there's little little pieces that will will oh you're a local oh and then locals gonna be like, oh I didn't know like like there's like little pieces of history we'll share about you know um, a, a church that was you know started by slaves and and you're like oh I didn't know that was about that church yeah just like little tidbits we got you. I don't remember hearing that on the tour. So that'd be, I mean, it feels like maybe you do kind of uh, update things as you go on. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Definitely. Yeah. We, we want it to be fresh. So, so people can come on the bus and be like, Oh, I don't remember hearing about that piece of history, you know? So I, and I think that that's one of the cool things about it is there's so much history that we can consistently make little changes here or there. And you'd be like, Oh wow, I'm learning something every time I ride this bus. Um, or, or, you know, the, or even with the, even with the drivers, sometimes the drivers will turn the wrong way. And I'm like, Oh, this wasn't <laughs> right. And so, but it's cool because we're still a tour. So we're still seeing stuff. And so I'm still talking about the history of the city. And so it's like, Oh wow. Like, okay, well let's brush up on, on this turn just in case this happens again. And yeah. I mean, that, that, ha that's how we ended up taking the, um, going from, Duke's campus, we went to East Campus to West Campus, but that's how we ended up going through the Freedom of Expression Tunnel is because one day one of the drivers was driving and took a wrong turn and we're just driving <laughs> and like, uh boy, okay, where are we going? And we ended up in the tunnel and I was like, oh, this is so cool. I was like, because I actually always wanted to come through the tunnel, but I didn't know how to get down here. And this is perfect. And so we just made that a permanent part of the tour. Oh, that's, I didn't realize that. That's cool. Um, yeah. and that that kind of gets into you then, I guess, as a comedian though, right? You kind of got to think on your feet. Like you got to have yeah. a little bit of background as in, in improv, I guess. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, so, so really I, you know, I was, I was born a stand up comedian. Um, and then I did a few years of improv with an organization in Texas called comedy sports. And so that's really where I got my improv chops and, I did a few years with them and then made my way back to stand up. Um, and I did not realize then the importance of improv um, until I ended up in the environment that I'm in via the huh. bus, because there, there is a lot of the model of improv is yes. And there is a lot of yes. And on the bus, you, you, you're, you're taking what people on the streets are saying to you sometimes and you're turning that into a joke or you're, taking what people are saying to you on the bus and you're turning that into a joke. 
um, because it's a very unpredictable environment. You know, I, I like to think that I have a script in my mind that I'm going to go by this. I'm going to say this. We're going to turn here and I'm going to say this and I'm going to make this joke. But sometimes either we make we, we, we might make the wrong turn or we might get stuck in a little bit of traffic or I'll be talking about something and then somebody will say something and then what they just said takes over. And so now we're talking about that or we'll see something crazy on the streets. And it's just like, oh, and everyone's like, are you going to address this? And I'm like, oh, that wasn't part of my script, but I'll talk about it now. So. <laughs> That's really interesting. Um, and, and I guess that goes into kind of what I was going to ask next would be, I mean, you say there are a lot of unpredictable elements, but I mean, is there kind of like a, a, the, the basics, like, what do you think, what can you say somebody will see or hear along the way? So you, you definitely will see, you'll, you'll, you'll definitely see a lot of downtown. You'll definitely see North Carolina Central University. You'll definitely uh, get to ride through parts of Black Wall Street. You'll definitely get to see sort of the gentrification that Durham has gone through on the South Side. You'll get to see Motorco. You'll get to see much of Duke University because we'll, we'll take you East Campus. We'll take you over to West Campus. You'll get to see the Duke Chapel, the Duke Gardens. So there, there are some things that I think that we try to stay true on for the tour because we do want people to see a lot of those historical aspects of Durham. Even though it's a sightseeing tour, we still want to take you through the history of Durham. And we want to show you Durham's early beginnings to where Durham is now. And then talk about where Durham, where we think Durham is going for the future. Hmm. Interesting. Um, and, and when you're going through the history, I'm just curious. I mean, this is my own side kind of thing. Uh, do you, you mentioned something about a curse in one of the buildings. I don't want to spoil anything for people, but you mentioned a curse, right? In the old, uh, was it the Bull Durham Tobacco Building? Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's uh, it's the building. So as you're crossing over from the Bull Durham Tobacco Building, heading uh towards Main Street, it's um, it's the Self Help Credit Union. That whole that whole block is is known as Pandora's Box. Oh, okay. Yep. And so, is it okay if you go into that? Will I be yeah. taken away from future tours? No, 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 no. It's fine. No, but, 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 but yeah. That so, so that whole, so that whole area is known as Pandora's Box because of, you know, Bartlett Durham's home being there, and he's, you know, who Bartlett Durham is the father of Durham. You know, he's the guy that sells four acres of land to the railroad companies to start Durham as a little county. Well, his house burned down under mysterious circumstances because a slave <laughs> had been found dead at the bottom of some steps. Now, oh, some wow. people said she was pushed. Some people said she fell, but her death was just ruled an accident. It wasn't looked into or anything like that. And so his house burned down under mysterious circumstances. Well, they put like a, a nice hotel on that piece of property and then it burned down under mysterious circumstances. Oh. Then they put a silk factory over there. It didn't do a lot of business. And when they went to destroy the building, they couldn't even use like a wrecking ball. They had to use dynamite. And so oh, wow. people have just said that this, this portion of Durham, they call it Pandora's box. And the, the rumor is that even the, the credit union, some people in the credit union have reported to hearing like strange noises or seeing apparitions in the vault area of the bank. Um, I don't know if there's any truth to that, but there, that's just a rumor. And so people say that, oh yeah, this is Pandora's box. It's haunted by this slave spirit seeking retribution. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's, that to me was a cool story I heard on your tour. And, um, 
And then another, I'm not going to spoil this one because I think people need to go on your tour and hear your um, your kind of countdown of the best burger in Durham. Do you still oh do that? Oh my gosh, yes. Okay, oh. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna spoil this for anybody, but whatever you go into it thinking is your favorite. Brandon's gonna prove you wrong. I mean, it's really funny how you do it. You know, maybe you know maybe it's all the alcohol that played in, but it, well, it was you, funny. you know that um that my top five burger list has created some controversy on the tour. What? <laughs> um, wow. Because the, I, th- there was one tour where we were doing the top five, and then the people were like, wait, what? And I was like, yeah, this is my top five. And it stopped being a Comedy City tour, <laughs> and it started being a, well, now you've got to prove why this is your favorite burger place. And then we went through burgers, and then someone was like, okay, what about drinks? And we went through drinks, and so what about pizza? Then we went through pizza. And, I mean, <laughs> and, it, 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 and it just turned into something completely different. I was like, you guys want to get back to history? And they're like, no, we want you to justify all these decisions you're making about food places. And I was like, what? I was like it's just my preference of places I've been to and I like. But there were some places where we're like, oh, yeah, we agree. Yeah. Oh, okay. We all agree to that. That's cool. That, that's good number three. The other place, we're like, no, not at all. Why, why is that on there? And I'm just like, what? Have you been? It's a, it, so it was just very, I, and, I, and I never expected something like that to cause any type of controversy on the tour. And it was just, it was, just, <laughs> it was fun. Food does that to people. Um, we, we've written quite a few restaurant articles uh, for various cities throughout North Carolina, and people are mean. Like they, we get some comments where I'm just like, that hurt, (laughs) but, but, uh, but yeah. Um, and so I guess you're just as passionate about pizza and drinks too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I am, I'm, I love, I love to eat. So I'm, uh, so I, I, I don't think I'm as, I don't think I'm as, um, I go in depth to it as, as you all do. You all do a great job at it. Um, but you know, when, when I'm out and about in Durham, if I have, a good slice of pizza or have a good burger or if I have a good drink or have some good fried chicken. I want people to know about those places, you know, in Durham. And so I try to make sure that I highlight those as we go through, even if they're not on the, the tour route, I still want people to know like, Hey, if you head over here, you can get a great meal. It's really, really awesome. You should go check it out. Um, and so I, I love to eat. I, I love to eat. And I, and I love finding new restaurants and, and good food. Who, who makes your favorite pizza in Durham? I guess that would be so my favorite. My favorite pizza in Durham is Pie Pushers. Okay. Yeah, I, I love absolutely them. absolutely love um, Pie Pushers. I love their breakfast pizza. when they would have oh, their, I haven't had it. I have to try it. I haven't had it. Oh, man. They would have it at the uh, the farmer's market on Saturdays. Oh, cool. And, uh, yeah, man, it's awesome. It's like, it's like uh, probably getting it all wrong right now. It's like potatoes and sausage and oh, just amazing. You know, um, I, I went over to um, Hutchings Garage over that place in Mexico, and, and I tried their pizza. Um, it was good, but it took me by surprise because I thought it was going to be like slice, like pizza slices. Yes, you had to buy like the whole pie, which is yeah. good, but it, they put like a thing like basil leaves or something on it. And it, it just, I didn't know it was like going to be like gourmet mm. pizza. I thought it was going to be like like another pie push or sort of like a grungy pizza place. And I was like, this is going to be awesome. Then I got yeah. it. I said, oh, this is not what I was expecting, but it was delicious. It heated up well too. Yeah. yeah. My, my shout out always is to Randy's. Um, oh, they all oh, Randy's is good. We, that's my go-to. It's like, 
we even bypass another place near us and uh, to go to them because it's just like the the, the slices are just ama- like immaculate. Yeah. <laughs> um, slices. Yeah, that's my place. When when you're not doing the tour, are you doing that full time now? Like, uh, are you doing anything on the side? Like, do you do comedy in in clubs or anything? Um, I'm trying to think. The last time I was in a club. It's probably probably 2017. It's been a while since I've actually stepped foot back into the club. It's just um, it's a grueling schedule of because because most of what I do on the bus is Friday Saturday, and that's also most of the clubs. So it's like weekends, so uh, maybe, gotcha. maybe a Thursday to Sunday or Thursday to Saturday. Um, I would like to get to the point where. You know, I'm able to step away from the bus and have another comedian fill in so I can get back uh, on the road a little bit more. Um, I, you know, uh, I, I, I love, I love being on the road because you know, it, it's got a lot of diversity in what you see, but yeah. I also love the bus because there's a lot of diversity in the bus, but also it's very intimate on the bus and yeah. a very intimate venue I can reach out and touch just about everybody on the bus. And so it's, it's so, it's so fun because we create this, this, just this intimate experience that you may not ever get again. And, it, and it's always, and it's, it's crowd to crowd, you know, one crowd we're like, Oh my God, like we've grown so close together. We don't want this to end. And there's other ones. You're like, Oh my gosh, is it an hour and a half yet? Cause I need you guys to get off. <laughs> I mean, and I love that. I felt like when I was on it, um, I don't know if y'all had a smoke machine or something going, but it felt it had that atmosphere like where you're in a club, like where it's like, there's, you know, there's smoke in the air and there's kind of, and yeah, we, we tried the smoke machine thing and also like the, um, the neon lights. Um, and we're, and we're always trying different things to like change the environment of the bus <laughs> to see what works, what doesn't work. So, um, we've retired the smoke machine. Oh um, man. We we uh we used it for Halloween, uh, and then the lights we it's just, the lights have been hit or miss. Um, we've gone through several processes of trying to figure out how to power the bus with with our battery setup, and so sometimes the neon lights drain heavy on the battery. So we use different uh. neon lights. Um, that's one thing that we're working on right now with all this downtime is sort of figuring out the uh, the power station on the bus like what's the best setup for us how to optimize everything that we're running to keep the neon lights to keep the sound system working well and if we and if we do want to run the smoke machine can we add that back to our little power grid that we have and and not cause any outages because you know our first year we we experienced a lot of um, power outages just because we were running lights we were running the microphones we we're running all these speakers and we've got the smoke machine going and then and then it would just zap the power, and I'd be like, oh, crap. Man. well, there goes the there goes this in, the intercom, guys, and let's figure this out. So so now we've got a little bit of time to sort of figure out some of that stuff. There's a lot of trial and error there, I bet. There there is. We we and we were, yeah, there's a lot of trial and error that we've been doing. Um, and we we're really looking forward to going into the second year, hopefully with a lot of solutions to some of the issues that we faced during our first year. And I I hope that uh people will want to come and do this tour. I've 
I always tell people about it and it's something that I think people really need to see. And you know, something, something you didn't mention and maybe, and you know, more props to you for not, is that your company is also all veterans. Is that right? It is. Yeah. So, so we're, we're a veteran owned, um, you know, business. Uh, so yeah, we have one, two, three of the five partners are veterans. Yep. Yes. We're a veteran owned business. And is that, that includes you? Yep. Yep. So, and uh, where, uh, which branch did you serve in? So uh, I did 10 years active duty Air Force, and I've been in the reserves the last going on, at this point, nine years. So, wow. So I've, I've been, I've had 19 years of service. Well, total. thank you for your service. I appreciate it. Was Q also a veteran? No. Uh, so the, it's, it's me, Terrell, and Omar. Okay. And they, uh, Terrell was also in the Air Force, and Omar was in the Army. Okay. And did you all meet because of the military or was there some we, other we reason? Didn't. So we, we met, um, we all met through Achille. Um, he and I had been talking about like, like he was asking, Hey, you know, because um, there's another bus in Charlotte called the funny bus. And I really helped them start that one there in Charlotte. Huh. And so I was traveling from this area to Charlotte to work their bus and one day Achilles was just like, hey, why don't you just start that bus thing you always go to Charlotte for? Why don't you start that here in Durham? And I was just like, well, and I was like, I don't know. I was like, I don't think Durham's, you know, the right, I don't think Durham's the right city for it. And, and I just mentioned that to him while I was getting a haircut. And then he's like, oh, okay. And then one day I just happened to be out driving around downtown. And I was like, this looks so unfamiliar. It's like, holy smokes, Durham has grown. Like all this time I've been away doing other things, Durham has been quietly growing underneath my nose. And hmm. so I went back to him and I was like, dude, I was like, Durham is absolutely the perfect city for this. Like, it's so cool. And he was like, oh, that's great. Cause I told a few people about it and they want to meet. And I was like, wow. oh, okay. And so we, we set up a meeting between us and we talked about what the concept was. And, and it was a very, it was a very hard concept to, to explain because nobody had seen it before. But once we started working on the bus and we got like those, that first inaugural tour out the way, I think the guys were like, oh, okay. Like, I mean, I'm, and, and my, my hat's off to them because they just, they just gave me their money and their, <laughs> it, just their followership. To be like, okay, we have no idea what you're talking about. We have no idea what you're building. We've never seen this, but okay, let's, here's some money. Let's do it. Yeah, but I mean, you're, you're a pretty charismatic guy. And I mean, seeing you do your show, I mean, I, I would have probably given you some money if I had it. Yeah, I'd have been like, so let's do I was, it. I was grateful for them that, that they just put their faith in me and that we were able, and that, and that we really were able to build. Uh, Bull City Laughs and get it off the ground and get it running. Um, you know, it's our first year going into our second year, some hiccups from the coronavirus, but I know everybody is very happy with the level of success that we achieved for our first year because it, it proved to all of us that we had a, a product that that was definitely worth continuing and we had something that, that we could sell. That's good. I, I really hope, you know, you can you can even continue growing and maybe bring on somebody else. Is there anybody you would have in mind to bring on? 
Yeah. So, so um, before before coronavirus hit, um, there's another guy. Uh, his name is Dink. Goes by his stage name is Ghetto Rachi. Um, he was he had come on board and he had did two two runs with us already. Um, and so and he was very excited about it. And it just it's just unfortunate coronavirus sort of took the wind out of our sails. But he he came on board. He was excited. Um, I talked to him a few weeks ago. And he's still interested, ready to Good. ready to get back out there, ready to, to do it. And so um, just make sure I stay in contact with them. And, and, and even the drivers, the drivers are still like, hey, like, we're still on board. Like, every, every, like, and that's the good thing is even through all this, we haven't lost any of the, of the team's interest in being a part of Bull City Labs. Everyone's like, hey, I still want to drive. You know, Dinks, I still want to be a comedian on the bus. So, so, that's, so that's very good. So we know that. When we're ready to get back out there, it won't be like, oh crap, we gotta find drivers, we gotta find some more talent. We've got some people that that are interested. That's good. Thank you for everything and for all you do. The people of Durham really need Bull City laughs. So I wish you all the best and uh, can't wait to see what happens in the future. Yeah, yeah definitely. Thank, thanks for reaching out, I appreciate it. You can learn more about Bull City Laughs on their website at bullcitylaughs.com. We've also included them in our guide to a weekend in Durham at nctripping.com. We really can't wait to see them get back on the road, and if you've been on the tour, we'd love to know what you thought of it. Also, do you agree or disagree with Brandon's and my picks for the best pizza in Durham? You can tell us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at nctripping by using the hashtag nctravelchat. And speaking of reviews, we'd really appreciate one from you for nctravelchat. Getting feedback from you really helps us improve and even exposes us to more people. As always, thank you for listening. We're excited to keep sharing these wonderful people of our state with you. And until next time, we look forward to seeing you out there exploring North Carolina.